everybody, and welcome to the Beauty Biz Show. I'm not going to lie. I had an absolute blast recording today's podcast, and I know that you're going to love it. Our guest today is Robin McGee. She is the president of Osmosis Skincare. She is also one of my featured guest speakers at the Beauty Biz Workshop happening in Palm Springs, October 1st and 2nd. And this is a workshop that is designed to help you tap into the possibilities and to your potential hidden fortune within your practice, so to speak. And you're going to hear Robin and I talk a lot about how important it is to work on yourself because once you are able to really tap into the self-growth area of success, the money, the success, the massively booked schedule seems to just follow quickly. So that's what Rob and I are going to talk about. She's been in the beauty industry for 30 years. She is a powerhouse. And in her bio, it says that she's a combination of ambition and selfless passion. And I can't think of a better way to describe her. It really is who she is. She's a loving mother, a dedicated yogi, a fearless leader. And really for over three decades, she's been creating and defining beauty brands. So you're going to absolutely love the podcast today. If you are at all somebody who believes in surrounding yourself with powerful women who are leading our industry in a way that they are truly here to uplift others. So again, I didn't ask Robin until the very end, but I'll tell you now, Robin is the president of Osmosis Skincare. If you want to learn more about that brand, which I have a feeling you're going to want to after you hear today's podcast, their website address is osmosisskincare.com. And again, if you want to surround yourself with people like Robin, if you want to learn how to do better in your beauty biz practice, then I do invite you to join me, to join Robin and all the other amazing guest speakers that I have lined up for two days in Palm Springs. Tickets are selling quickly. So go ahead and visit beautybiz.live if you're interested in attending this two-day workshop designed to be the premier business training of the year. Okay, guys, I hope you enjoy the show and I would love the opportunity to meet you October 1st and 2nd. Thanks for tuning in today. Hello and welcome to the Beauty Biz Show. I'm your host, Lori Crete. I am a licensed esthetician, spa owner, and beauty biz industry coach, consultant, and educator. I'm so excited to share my love of all things beauty industry related with you. So I invite you to join me each week as I feature compelling interviews with industry educators and leaders and inspirational success stories from my fellow beauty biz practitioners. Stay tuned for some powerful beauty biz inspiration. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Beauty Biz Show. I'm your host, Lori Crete, and today I have... A very special guest. Her name is Robin McGee, and she is the president of Osmosis Skincare. Hey, Robin. Hi, Lori. How are you? I'm perfect. Thank you so much for having me. I'll tell everyone a little secret. Robin and I actually spent an hour on the phone yesterday. She said, give me a call. I want to test Skype. I haven't used it for a while. And we ended up chatting for an hour, but you'll see we still have a, a ton left to talk about, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know. Girls will be girls. That's all I can say. Absolutely. So I feel like you're a hidden gem in our industry, not just for osmosis, uh, but in our industry. 
Because I absolutely loved the last part of your bio where it says you have a passion for inspiring others to reach their potential through authentic moments. And that's really your why, your why in this industry, right? Ooh, yes. Oh my gosh. Just hearing you read it just gave me goosebumps. Isn't that funny? I love your bio. I sent you that in an email this morning. I think the reason I felt like it was so powerful is because I know you and you're such a genuine and authentic person that it speaks really deeply to who you are. Mm, thanks, Lori. Thanks, thanks, thanks. It's a big deal to me. I mean, it's a big deal to me in like all parts of life, right? And business, but then, you know, personal relationships and with the kids, with your family, that authentic being really real. Yeah, it's huge to me. So I want to talk in a few moments about how you found your way to Colorado. But first, I don't even know this about you. I'm curious. So I know our listeners are going to enjoy whatever it was that brought you to the beauty industry. How'd you find your way to where you are today? Where'd you start? Oh, and, and you know, it, um, is, it is like when I think about my story, I've been doing this for over 30 years. Can you imagine 30 years? Um, and, and to this day, every single layer of that has been astounding to me. And I can look back on every part of it. And so, um, you know, grateful, appreciative for the, the journey, the experience, the relationships along the way. So when I first started in beauty, I interviewed for a position with uh, Nordstrom on the selling floor in cosmetics. And I can re- so remember walking in with these like bright pink cheeks. Cause I thought this is not how everybody wears blush. <laughs> You You wanted to look the part, like billboard it when you were walking in. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I was time I had been like, I think like 18, 19, I went in there and I just quickly had to adjust to like, woo, beauty wasn't like, you know, hot pink blush on your cheeks. So it was kind of funny, but I got really excited about the idea of, of beauty at that point. You know, when I started on the selling floor and I was with uh, Clarence at the time, that was the brand I represented. And then really, really quickly, as I moved into beauty and fragrances, and then I got into management and buying for the cosmetic uh, world, if you will. And, you know, retail beauty is far more about trends and fashion and seasons, and it's changing constantly. And I loved every, every, every aspect of that. Let me ask you a quick question, though. You're a Southern California girl, right? I am. What was it that led you into Nordstrom's that day? Because I remember my very first like real professional career. I was laying in bed in college, reading the classified, and I go, oh gosh, I'm maybe I want to be a flight attendant. Like, was there a defining moment that led you to Nordstrom's? Yeah, what I remember was walking through the store and getting this feeling of almost like, like I could breathe. Like I was like, woo, it felt really a little prestigious to me. Um, but then I love that people were asking how they could help me. Um, so there was like an immediate connection I had to the, the, what I would call the, um, the vibe that I got in the store. I was referred by a friend that had gotten a job. She was like, Hey, we have a position here. I think you should come talk to the manager. And I remember the minute I started talking to her about, you know, what cosmetics was to the shopper, what it meant to Nordstrom, how she saw, you know, her value to the company. I was got so excited in that interview. I was like, yeah, yeah. And it, you know what? When something just feels right, you don't question it. You're just like, woo. And I just like, I knew, I knew. And literally she's like, 
I'm hiring you today. It was such an instant connection. Okay. So if it was 30 years ago, and I don't even know if you can share this, but I'm curious, what did she tell you? Do you remember what she said cosmetics meant to Nordstrom's? I would love to hear about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that I can remember to, um, you know, to, to the moment what it was, but her idea was that, you know, Nordstrom was first and foremost was a shoe store. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if you know that. So um, they were first known as a shoe company out in Seattle. And um, as they grew, fashion was fashion was by far what the store stood for, right? And so beauty for Nordstrom became like this layer of completing this whole look of what fashion really meant, right? So it was the accent to what the heart of the store was always built on. But as the brand continued, I mean, as the um, department continued for Nordstrom, and especially I was with Nordstrom for 10 years, um, it, cosmetics became a driving force. And so today, um, what I can tell you is the cosmetic division for Nordstrom can create a plus or minus for them. Meaning if the beauty division is down for Nordstrom, Nordstrom's down, right? If the beauty division's up, Nordstrom's up. So it, it evolved that it became like this beast within the organization. So today I'm glad that I got to be a part of that when her reason to me was very simply, it is a department that's like growing with this idea that we're giving um, fashion and being fashion forward and these different levels of couture wear to casual wear. And so we were the accent piece to all that. Ah, I love it. Beauty and cosmetics were the accent piece to fashion. Mm -hmm. Very cool. So how long did you work at Nordstrom's? Yeah. So I was there for 10 years, Um, many different roles, many different roles. My last five years was as a cosmetic buyer and I bought for the entire Orange County division. There was five stores there. Um, and then while I was there at the time, like corporately, we established programs that were like, I got a chance to be part of developing what was called like the beauty director, where we did seminars for customers on beauty and how to accent, right? What you're coming in to buy. Um, so if you're buying business wear, you would go to workshops and we would coach on how to dress the part with your beauty products, day to night looks and things like that. So yeah, for me, I had a chance to, you know, grow, to add to what the store is even today, but um, yeah, 10 years, 10 years. And I look back at it like best thing I ever did in my life. And where did you go from there? Uh, so then as, um, as I had evolved, advanced beauty kind of tapped on my window and it was one of these things where you looked at like where within the organization, the next position for me to grow to was, I wasn't sure if that was the right fit for who I was. And that ultimately is what had me look at, maybe I should go onto the vendor side because as a buyer, I worked with vendors every day, right? So I got introduced to what was called at the time, a and Hayden. Cleland Hayden became Glow Professional while I was there. And Glow is in the aesthetic market is, you know, a premier company. And they were expanding into the retail market channel. And I remember when I got introduced to the CEO and founder of what was Cleo Hayden, we immediately hit it off. And so, so what happened to me at that point was I learned that, so you've got retail beauty. And then as I started to learn what advanced beauty and skincare was, I loved it. I loved it. What was it that you, that made you do the woo? Like what part of it really spoke to you? (laughs) Well, I like to call it a skincare soul. (laughs) 
Yeah. Um, so, so this is, there's two sides. Um, one is on the skincare side, you know, when you're talking retail brands that have like, you know, your retinols or your enzymes and these active ingredients, there's a certain level of activity that happens that I think is easier for the consumer shopping in a retail venue to experience. Uh, when you get to advanced skin products and those activity levels bump, I think the changes become far more dynamic in results. And I'm by no means, I, I think they're all right for everybody, right? I'm by no means saying one's better than the other. But, you know, I was getting older, the signs of aging were appearing. And so this idea that there was more, better, faster that was available in this venue was super appealing to me. But then more so is the beauty side of it because so much beauty in cosmetics, right? Um, beauty specific to skincare. And so at the time, Khalil Hayden distributed the Jane Iredale brand. So I worked with the Jane Iredale brand. Oh my, oh my goodness. When Jane was really just even getting established. And at the time, Jane Iredale was the brand that people used when their skin was significantly compromised. So in the in this advanced skincare, a lot of you know doctors and derms and 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 um, advanced spas and salons. So I would go in there to tell them about this beauty line that was so healthy for their skin that when their skin was compromised, meaning they'd gone through a procedure, it was safe. It was safe for them to use. So this idea that there was this beauty that was actually really healthy for your skin was super attractive to me. And so, yeah, while that was my big appeal that there was like more and it was richer and it was a better enhancement to life. And that's what the advanced skincare and beauty market meant to me. Can I ask you a question that I think will just make me sound like a more uh, well-informed esthetician? So, and I think you're the gal that can answer this for me. I remember learning the first day of beauty school, have your clients stay away from, if they have problematic skin, have them stay away from most department store makeups because that will cause a problem. So what is it? Is there an ingredient that's a little different? Like, let's say I get all my clients on osmosis press powders now that have problematic skin. What makes that a little more advanced or a little better for our clients that really struggle with, with problematic skin, but they do want the coverage. Is there ingredients to stay away from or like, yeah. So here's the thing and mineral makeup. Ooh, my, that's my, my soul right there. So mineral makeup is different from traditional makeup, primarily because of where the colorants come from and where the colors come from. Though though some of those are used in what I'll just refer to as traditional beauty. Traditional beauty can use a lot more ingredients that are like, you know, fillers or they help to promote other aspects of beauty. Or say, for example, even really super highly pigmented makeup artist brands. The colors are so profound and they hold for a long period of time. But, um, you know, the way that the colors are, where the colors come from can be a bit agitating to the skin or create a skin reaction. So when you're dealing with beauty in particular color, what I found with mineral makeup is that not only were you able to get this rich pigment, but it was inert. It was literally from the earth. It was like a raw organic material that not only did it give you this great coverage in color, but it actually laid and protected the skin the way a rock protects the ground, you know, it's got these amazing benefits to it. And so I remember when I became educated on the idea of mineral makeup, I thought to myself, why would anybody ever put anything different on their skin? I mean, why, why it's, it's, it's the magic, you know, in, in a base in, in, in which you're opening up in your compact. Right. So 
you know, they, without getting into like specific ingredients that are maybe chemical names and whatnot, I just think, you know, the simpler that you can see on an ingredient deck of products that could possibly create less agitation, irritation, or occlusiveness to the skin, the healthier that is for your client to recover from a skin condition or to maintain healthy skin. And so minerals do that. Minerals lay on the skin. They let the skin breathe. The exchange of oils can still move freely without getting comedogenic. You know, having said that, and minerals have grown so much lately, their mineral brands and even ours, Osmosis Color, you know, I do have the drier products always, always safer for the skin. Um, but the wet products, you know, CC cream, sheer tints, liquid foundations, those are always going to have more and more ingredients. Um, but when they can still remain with some integrity for the skin, then I think you've got that crossover. So if someone's not as sensitive, they can use some of those. But if they are sensitive, I'm a big believer in keeping to just powder-based mineral foundations. Is that helpful? It is helpful. And I don't know if you know this, but the whole reason that I found an interest in osmosis skincare is because I was sitting next to this girl at a meeting and I said to her, what makeup do you have on? Your skin looks phenomenal. And she said, I have on osmosis pressed powder. And I said, how do you get a pressed powder to look like that? Because it looked like she had airbrush makeup on. And she said, I take, and I missed it with the mineral hydration spray from osmosis after. And that's why I found osmosis skincare. That's how I found you guys. Oh, I love that story. Yeah. So that, that is very helpful. And I jumped way ahead of myself now. So let's go back when you decide, I want to know how you found your way to osmosis because you picked up and moved your whole life from California to Colorado for this company. So it must've been a pretty powerful event that entered your life to make you make that decision. Yeah. So really short, you know, Dr. Ben Johnson, like, woo, hands down. Right. (laughs) So, so what happened was I was obviously in advanced skincare and I'd gone through my journey with glow. I'd done another um, mineral makeup line for whole foods. And as my journey continued through beauty and transitioning through different market channels, I was introduced to Ben and he had said to me, Oh, you're that girl that did the glow line. And he said, I'm trying to do a mineral line with osmosis, but I'm really not sure I've got this right. And he said, can you come, you know, on a consultant basis and look at what I've gotten? So that was how our relationship started at the time I was in California. And I remember saying, okay, let me, let me learn more about what, what was osmosis. And I went to a trade show and I listened to him give a class. And I remember feeling what I refer to now as an osmosis aha moment where his story was so different from everything I had been doing in my career, selling in my career, watching happen in our aesthetic industry, that I was like, wow, this is compelling. It was different. And I felt like it was so true, too, that he was saying, it's a different way that you can do this and maintain beautiful skin through the rest of your life. And I walked out of there saying, I want to be a part of this in our industry because it was just so, so different. And I had done so many peels and all oh, the inflammatory stuff. And, and my skin was sore, right? So I'm like, here's this doctor saying, no, 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 there's a different way to think here that has amazing benefits. And so I immediately was like, I walked out of there saying, I want to be a part of whatever he's doing in our industry 
because it was so compelling to me. Um, and then back to the authentic side, um, I just felt like, God, this is real. This is really real for us. And I felt like every esthetician and like, you know, like women, shoppers of beauty and men, I was like, hey, you got to know this. You got to know this to give yourself the chance to choose, you know, what path or how might you combine what you're doing. But I felt like Osmosis Story was just cutting edge and it was going to lead the industry in a way it hadn't. So as I learned and loved that about the brand, you know, I, I went to work with, you know, doing some consulting for Ben on a previous uh, makeup collection that he had for a short period of time. And while we grew that relationship, we talked a lot more about the message of osmosis and, you know, how could my experience really evolve what this brand meant both nationally and internationally. And it was just such a good fit. You know, he's an amazing business partner. And he asked me, he said, if you would be willing to leave California just two years, just give me two years, I would love to have you run my company if you'll come for two years to Evergreen, Colorado. And I just thought, I'm there. I wanted to be a part of it. He gave me a chance. I don't know, Lori, I don't know, when people come in your life that they just, it wasn't just me, it was him. Like he believed in me in a way I didn't even believe in me. And that was so powerful to have somebody be like, you're just exactly what I need. And I'm like, well, I've, uh, okay. You know, he's (laughs) he's like, no, I know, I know, I know we can be amazing at this. And so to have somebody believe in you like that really gave me so it empowered me so much to come. And I have been committed to this company and our team and our customers since the day I walked in. Oh my God. I, I see it and I feel it when I'm around you guys. Mm, Thank you. Thank you. So I feel blessed every day for the opportunity he's given me. I look at my team every day and I'm so grateful for that, what they do to make this happen. And I look at our customers who, you know, very quickly uh, or early on, I wrote the mission statement for osmosis. And to this day, I always refer back to the same part of that mission statement. And by the way, I think it's so important for everybody to have a version of this in their life or their business your core mission, like what you want to be. But the one part of it is that this brand needs to be shared by like-minded individuals because we have such a different belief system and we're sharing something new that for you to connect and have success with the philosophy osmosis has, you have, we have to be like-minded. And I, I believe that with my staff, you know, when they step through this door and they're doing marketing for us or sales for us, um, shipping packages, I want them to feel the exact passion about our brand and what we're bringing as I do to people who are selling our brand to their end consumer. Like I want them just equally as excited with the vision. And when those connections happen, the relationships, the success of the brand, it's unstoppable. It's great. We haven't talked about this yet, but you're going to be speaking at my event, which is happening in Palm Springs, October 1st and 2nd. And I love what you just said. If you could just dive into that a little deeper for people in the audience, it's powerful when you start to surround yourself with like-minded people and that can tap into your passion and share the excitement with you. Don't you feel like success just happens? Oh, I just think you should have it no other way. I mean, it just should be innate in what you're what you're doing, what you're thinking and what's around you. So 
Um, it's not always easy to cultivate it, but you know, for me with running the company day to day, I am so much about the environment and energy and the conversations that happen here. And I have to say this, and I'll talk a little bit more as far as like, you know, leading in your business uh, right now, but there are days where I spend more time talking to people about where they're at as a person, what they're struggling with than I do getting my job done. And there's sometimes I sit back and I'm like, wow, I've got so much to do. But what I know is the moment and that time I spend with that person to anchor them, to sort through, you know, the things that might be holding them back, not only does it help them, but then, oh my gosh, it completely dynamically changes how they perform when they go back to their desk, right? So I think this idea of you know, when you're clear on who you want to be and how you want people to act around you, sometimes that's not even talking to them about business. You know, it's talking about other life goals and then maybe turning it back around into your business. But at the same time, you know, staying true to what the heartbeat is. Like when I start a manager meeting, I'm almost always starting about, you guys know Ben's vision, right? Of bringing this aesthetic change and bringing wellness to the world. Like everything we're going to decide today is always going to be around that heartbeat. So for example, Lori, as a business owner, if you know your spa or your, your massage therapist or nail tech or a, a yoga instructor, whatever it is, right? You need to know what the heartbeat is from your soul, what that experience is, and that that needs to constantly be discussed with your team and brought into all of your decisions to create that continuity and that shared vision and not take it personal when that person doesn't share the same, but to let them go, right? Because they got to go and they got to find their way. Yeah. And not everybody has to be in line with your mission, your vision, your dreams, your core values. But gosh, if you can find those people that are, and that's who you start to attract into your life, magical things happen. And I'm so glad we're having this conversation because you know, I'm planning this live event and I just knew the last time we had a conversation that you had to be part of it because I want to empower women. And it's just coming to light why I do these live events, like really coming to light because they're a lot of work. They're massively expensive, but I know that my mission surrounding it, and you've just helped me uncover this in our conversation, like diving deep into my mission, because there's nothing in this industry that offers you self-growth the way I'm going to try to stand on stage and help people with this and bring people like you in to speak to the audience. And my business coach always says to me, you got to tell them they're going to come to your live event and make money. And yes, they are. But I feel like after you figure out who you are and how you want to show up and to tap into your why, that's when the money flows into your life. Mm, love that. Um, you know, you had said something about share success tips and, um, you know, I keep growing. I mean, we have to keep growing, um, as people, as partners and, and I go back to, you know, being genuine and being authentic. Cause I think sometimes, so, so yes, back to your point, like once you know, and you become clear and all that, the business side of it becomes so, so much smoother and clearer and the defining moments of knowing that 
this is what I am. This is who I am. This is how I represent, how I want to be seen by my customers, how I want their experience to be. So as you become clearer as a woman, I mean, I'm just going to go there. Um, <laughs> Because it's not always easy. It's not always easy. We we like think we have to be mom and we have to be a friend and we have to be our daughter and we've got to get in shape and we've got to cook that meal. And you get caught up in all this stuff that then this being that you're supposed to be, that God wants you to be. So I'm all about that. There's that little voice inside you. There's that little voice in your soul that goes, oop, that doesn't feel good. Oop, that feels great. So knowing that person and being quiet enough to hear that It will tell you when you have to slow down and grow so that you can get to the next stage of your business. So yeah, you can go take your business courses and you should, you should, you should learn how to be great on your computer system and you should be great at your skills behind the bed or touching somebody, which is a whole nother conversation for me because I I don't want to derail on that right now. But when you're in a professional business, if you're not okay with all that, it feeds. Oh yeah. the energy goes to your customers. So energy is contagious. So imagine if all that's clean and good, when you touch and you, you become present for your customers, for your staff, uh, there's no way that it's not an amazing experience. Um, I don't want to derail too much. I'm actually getting excited by this topic, but you know, so much right now, like the purchasing online and this is changing. Like the, the, the whole way, and me included, you know, shopping online. And- you mean our consumers being able, just so everyone's clear, our consumers being able to go to the big online stores instead of the small business support is where you're going, right? Right, okay. right. So this is happening in our world. It is unpredictable. I have read so much studies about market shares and business changing and big boxes and and how they're shifting. And I won't get into all this right now, but I'm more than happy to talk about it on stage. Um, but my point being that as a professional, who physically touches people, that needs to be such a huge experience for your customer that they don't even know why they come back to you, but they're doing everything through you, shopping with you, getting their procedures with you. So rather than the professional right now, literally spending time complaining about this element of the world that is 100% going to happen, we have to decide how to protect that experience with that customer. My job as a business owner is to try and to protect as much as I can for our customers to continue to do that. So right now, my vision for osmosis shared certainly with Ben is that how do we evolve that for our customers to feel safe and secure that their business, business practices, their retail revenues are protected as this whole global thing is happening. And when I peel it all back, Lori, it's always about their personal growth and about how they can have this intimate relationship and exchange that I think is so dynamic. And we need to explore that as a team, all of us, all of us, all of us in that room when we're there, we need to explore. Yes. Well, and I'm going to talk a lot about this because the truth of the matter is business and marketing skills don't change that much. They shift with the culture and we need to learn how to step into this shift of people purchasing online very gracefully. And I think we have the opportunity to do that because we have the unique ability as a business owner to literally touch somebody, you know, touch their skin, touch their face, touch their heart, touch their soul. And going back to what you said, one of the biggest compliments I have ever gotten as a practitioner, as I had a very well-known 
I'd say uber famous celebrity client. And she used to come in every week and she'd say, I don't even know what I need today, but I made my assistant book an appointment with you because you make me feel good. And isn't that what it's all about? My gosh, that is exactly what I'm saying. So what does feel good? And this might be what I would challenge people at your event. What does feel good for your customer really look like? And are you as the professional creating that every day? I can tell you, I made it a safe place for her. Like she's, she didn't ever have to worry about me calling the inquirer and she would tell me her deepest, darkest secrets and we'd have fun together and we'd laugh together. And I would really use my social and emotional etiquette. If she wanted to sleep, that was her time to sleep. If she wanted to chat, that was her time to chat. So I think we overlook those things and we go, oh my God, I got to get a better piece of equipment. I need better products. I can't get clients. And we look for the wrong saviors, so to speak, in our business when it's really all about us and how we show up. Oh my gosh. Right. And, and then that becomes so simple. It becomes so simple. Not that we don't have to do the work because we have bad days, rough days, hard times, but how you work through that and who you become through that that to me is where I think no judgment is super important because it's so easy to, you know, get, get, be like, oh, this happened and therefore I'm in a bad mood or I can't move forward or that person was so mean to me. But, but you know, those are those moments when I'm like, whoa, you know, if just because that happened to you or you're in that situation, the more neutral you can stay until you process your emotion, um, just the more you can grow through that with a much better energy because remember we're energy every day talking to these people right so so yeah i mean we can explore all that but um but what you're saying it is about us as people as human and that's why when i talk about being authentic like i think your lady loved you cuz she could totally be herself around you so i hope people listening in are getting a feel of who you are who osmosis is and excited for those of you attending the event that you get to surround yourself with people like Robin, and we're taking breaks throughout the day where you get to go chat with her in person. It's a pretty large event, but it's also very small and intimate in the way that these people are here and fully present for you. So I, I do want to, I want to ask you a few more questions. And you, we, I said to Jay, when we hung up the phone yesterday, I can't get on the phone with Robin and have it be under an hour long. So I don't want to keep you away from your day that long again today, but I want you to tell me right now, and I'll share with you mine, your and if there is one favorite osmosis makeup product, is there something that you've just recently fallen madly in love with? Cause mine is your darn lip liners. I, I have five of them. They're in my purse. They're in my car. They're everywhere. Um, oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, okay. So mine is not new. Mine has literally been my favorite since we launched and I don't leave home without it. And that's our concealer stick. I mean, Oh yeah, that's a good one too. To me, it's the magic weapon. It, it, it is like, it fixes everything. <laughs> um, I was doing a little debrief um, I was at, at a women's function and I went around the room and I, my daughter, who is uh, my life, um, she's 14. And I leaned over to her and I said to her, I'm going to go around the room and I'm going to ask every woman what's the most important beauty product that they must have in their handbag. And I said, and I'm going to tell you right now. No, I asked her to do it. I said, I want you to go around the room and ask the ladies, what's the most important beauty product that you would never leave the house with? And I wrote down a piece of paper and I said, I'm going to tell you what they're all going to say, that it will never be the same. I said, it's always going to be either it's the concealer, a mascara, 
her lip product. So I wrote it down on a little piece of paper so she couldn't see. So sure enough, she goes around the room, goes around, and every single person <laughs> had that exact same answer in one of those three categories. So I'm not surprised it's a lip product. I love our eye product. And I think in those areas, osmosis color really just performs. I did want to go into the press base and why it looks so different on that girl's skin because that was a big part of my formulating this particular brand. But um, yes, I, I love the idea that you could just take one or two of our products and then pack it to go. And it literally changes your moment the second you put it on your face. Okay. I could tell that your concealer was created by a woman before I even knew because I love how it's dual performing, so to speak. It has that one end. You can use it to put almost like a barrier. I don't know what you'd call it professionally, but the older I get, the more my under eye concealer seeps into my lines and enhances my aging. I know, I know it's tricky. Um, and uh, this was actually designed just for that. <laughs> uh, I mean, and more so, and more so. So it's a shea butter, vitamin E, um, jojoba stick. So it's a very hydrating, plumping stick. And what I love about it is you can put a little bit around your eye before you put the concealer on to get a really smooth finish. And, and so minerals love moisture. And remember back to your story, you said the girl almost looked like it was like this beautiful, flawless look. Yeah. It was like she airbrushed her makeup on that morning. And she had sprayed with the mist. So when minerals need moisture, it lays on the skin like a second skin. So it doesn't sit up on the skin. And so with a moisture stick, the minute you put that on and then you lay the concealer on top, it becomes like that second skin. Now, what's great about it is say during the day you're getting dehydrated and the, the, all that moisture around your eyes goes away. Now your eyes can start to build up again, that crepey look or maybe a little dry. You can literally take that moisture stick right over your concealer, tap, 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 pat it, and it diffuses all those lines once again. I wish I would have known that yesterday because at the end of the day, I told you we were going, Jay was on the news last night and I looked in the mirror before we left. I'm like, oh my God, every line under my eye was filled with makeup. And I, I would have loved a quick fix. I had to do everything over. That is my, like, I'm telling you, it is like the perfect I call it like must-have beauty tool. And then even if your lips are dry, you could use it as a lip balm. I've had even men, but girls go, oh, no, I use it on my cuticles all the time. So it's got all these. I love the dual benefits of that. So, yeah, that's my pick. That's Robin's pick. I love it. And I think that women are busy. Like you said, we're busy trying to run a business, be a mom, get everything done, cook dinner. Anything that is dual functioning to make you look and feel better is a prize. Yeah, right. For sure, for sure. Absolutely. So, okay, I know we got to go. Time's running out. I want you to share one or two success tips with our listeners and everybody know that you can meet Robin in person and engage with her. And I can go back to my first memory of you before I have you share the success tips. And I felt like we were instant friends. Within like 20 minutes of meeting each other, I remember we were at the summit in Colorado and it was an osmosis summit and we were sharing a chair and a sandwich within like 20 minutes of meeting each other. It's like we'd been friends forever. I have to say that I share that sentiment with you. I, I was even going back into this, the, our 10 year celebration party when you walked in the room and I saw you, I was like, nobody else in the room existed anymore. I was like, Oh, there's my girl. I, <laughs> I felt the same her. way about you. <laughs> 
hugger. Um, yeah, I love mutually mentoring women relationships and that there's just zero ego and you can celebrate each other's success. And I feel like you've been that for me. And if I can be that for you, um, it's a beautiful thing. And so, yes, I appreciate it. And I so appreciate you having me on this call. I mean, this is the perfect example. When you call me, you're like, Robin, you're the hidden gem. I'm like, here's a woman who's like, bringing me up right now. Like how awesome is that? So I want to say thank you to you right now for celebrating me like this. I'm unbelievably grateful. Oh my God. You're so welcome. I couldn't wait to get you on here. And I know you said, well, what are we going to talk about? I'm like, don't worry. We're going to just chat it up. (laughs) Girl talk. You totally did. And we did. Oh my gosh. Okay. So my success tips, my success tips, and I did share a couple of them already, but I'm going to repeat them. So um, first and foremost is you've got to find your true, genuine self and, 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 and you got to visit it all the time. You got to visit it all the time. So that to me would be one of my most important success tips. Um, the second thing, and I mentioned this earlier too, was that you need to always, always be growing in, in every way possible to, to enable success in all parts of your life. Then the third one, and I know none of these are so business centric, but they're, to me, they're so relevant. Well, I, like I mentioned earlier, when you tap into this stuff in the self-growth, then the money and the success follows very easily. So true. And the last thing I want to say is, um, that you have to take care of your health. You have to take care of your health. And we are in a beauty industry and I'm not saying beauty fits a certain box, but to be healthy is to enable so much potential in your life. And I don't know what that means for everybody. Um, I meet women all the time who are so happy walking around the block. You know, I've got people on my staff that just walk up and down the parking lot a couple times a day. Um, And then I have people that are full on fitness addicts, but um, take care of your health for me is mind, body, and spirit. And you have to deposit into those because for you to live your full journey and be at your potential, those, your health is at the core of all that. So I would really encourage for everybody to always explore, like, where is that for them? Where is that for them? Well, when you mention that you got to know who you are and what drives you, can you give one tool? Because somebody listening in may not even know how to tap into that or how to explore it. Is yours done or accomplished through yoga? Like, how can somebody start to figure out that part of themselves? Ooh, such a good question. Such a great question, right? We could do a whole summit on that. So, so here's my answer to that is it's a journey. It's, and there's not one way. It's a journey, but part of that journey is quiet. It's very quiet. It's not loud. It's not, not it's, it's not hard in the sense that you have to work for it, but it's still space. Remember I said there's always that little voice inside of you, but there's a still space in everybody. Anybody listening on this call right now is going to feel away when they hang up the phone. And I hope that there might've even been something that they say, yep, I'm going to take time and do that for myself. When you have that moment, it is time to say, how can I get better at at exploring that? So we go to our schedules and we book that moment. We book that time to sit listen, you can get a book and you can read about it and you can journal about it. But how about starting this? How about just do nothing? How about just be quiet and let your thoughts come and go and come and go. And then all of a sudden in that moment, some little step is going to come to you. And if that's enough, just stop and do that step. 
doesn't have to be a lot because sometimes it could be overwhelming. And then sometimes you can stay so busy that you can't, you can't see that stuff. So it's a quiet moment. It is yours. And then you start to explore where you put yourself around other women or situations where that sense can be evoked. So that could be, for example, at your summit, that is going to happen the entire weekend. Oh, and these girls now call each other their SD sisters and their, their skincare soulmates. So a lot of that connection. And for me, just the conversation with you today helped me realize some self-growth aha moments. So for me, it really is about surrounding yourself with people who believe in you, like you said. Like that helps you grow and helps you tap into your internal passion. Right. And so you mentioned yoga because I'm a huge yogi. I've done yoga for over 10 years. And um, there is this is so crazy. You know, I still learn. I still learn. I like to take a class with a different instructor and she's, she coaches in a different way. And I'm like, Oh, I should turn my body that way. Even breathing, breathing for me this year got huge. And, um, I had a teacher that was teaching breathing in a different way and it opened my body up in a different way. So on the journey of self-exploring, it's, it's always a journey. So it's always learning. But when you're there and you arrive at a place that feels so centered, so good, stay, stay and do more of it. And the minute it doesn't feel good, is it not feeling good because you have to grow through it? Or is it really not feeling good because it's not the right place? So you, we figure these things out, but don't judge, right? No judging. Oop, I took yoga. That didn't feel good to me. Okay, don't go, don't go, right? So it's not that there's a right or wrong answer, but if you don't give yourself that space to explore and be selfish for that moment, because when you come out of it, you are so much bigger and you can give so much more to your business, to your family, to your friends, your relationships, change your life, change your life. Well, awesome. I had a blast with you today and I forgot to mention, I like to do this early in the show. Can you give the URL a shout out to where people can find osmosis skincare? Because we have people listening from all over the world. Yes, absolutely. So it's, um, www.osmosis, O-S-M-O-S-I-S, skincare.com. Very cool. And with that being said, I'm going to let you get back to your crazy busy day. I hope you made some rearrangements to your travel plans and you can be joining for the whole entire event because I know that's what I'm hoping for. That's my intention. <laughs> and I can't wait to give you a big, huge hug. Did it. I did it. I did it. I did it. I moved it yesterday. I'll be awesome. there. Yes. I'm so excited. <laughs> yes. Your intention came true. Perfect. Oh Awesome. I manifested it. Awesome. Okay. Can't wait to give you a big, huge hug. And thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day. And we'll chat soon. So my pleasure. Thanks so much. And best of luck to everybody. And I look forward to seeing you and sharing and becoming a, a cosmetic sister too. Like that's mine. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Robin. All right. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Beauty Biz Show. I hope this episode leaves you feeling inspired to live beautifully. If you'd like a copy of my free report, Six Simple Strategies to Generate a Dramatic Increase in Your Beauty Biz Income, and fill your appointment book with valuable clients, please visit www.lauricrete.com. Or if you'd like to book an appointment at my spa in Los Angeles, please visit www.thespa10.com. Thanks again for tuning in to the Beauty Biz Show.